0: The time is now, yes, right now, we must have the whole truth, this is the true life, coming to you live from live tape, the answers to all your questions, we don't need false prophets, we don't need misinformed teachers that don't know how to teach, we don't need leaders that don't know how to lead, that's right, he's here right now, with us on earth, incarnate to
1: hear it to believe it نشهد
0: ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Alhamdulillahi al Kareem Wa sallallahu ala ala aliyah Ajma'een Wal-Masiyah Wal-Mahdi Wal-Mujadda Laman Mursaleen Are we not the bearers of witness that nothing would exist if Allah didn't create it? And that he is alone and has no partners? And that all gratitude is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the sustainer of all the boundless universes? All gratitude is for Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, the generous, eternal friend. And send salutations of Allah on all of His prophets and His apostles, and on the Messiah, the Anointed One, and on the Mahdi, the Guide, and on the Mujaddid, the Reformer, which was all sent from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. We send greetings and we send peace throughout the boundless universe to all. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh
2: You are now listening to The True Light with Sayyid al-Imam Isa al-Hadi al-Mahdi in a live question and answer session.
3: The Jesus Christ spoken of in the Bible, is this the Jesus Christ that we
4: to look for in the end of the world, the one that's coming back?
0: First of all, let's establish the word Christ. We have to start saying Messiah. You have a Bible with you? No, I don't. It's important when you come, you bring your tools. (laughs) If you open the Bible to St. John's chapter one, verse 41. He first findeth his own brother Simon and said unto him, We have found the Messiah which is being interpreted. Christ. You see that? Yes. Now what did that mean? That means that these people who were Jesus' disciples, and Christians use this chapter to death, they use this St. John chapter 1 to death, that Jesus' own disciples knew that he should have been called the Messiah and not Christos from the Latin. You follow? So now, yes yes is the answer to your question, and no. Revelation 1 tells us that the Jesus that they're expecting to come will be like him, not him. Revelation chapter 1 reads, the revelation of Jesus the Messiah, and as you see they have Christ, which the creator which they have is God. Gave unto Him. Gave unto who? To Jesus. Right? That's right. To show unto His servants things which must shortly come to pass. Now the first point is that with this teaching, Jesus is talking about His servant. Jesus told a woman in Matthew 15, the story when Jesus is dealing with a Canaanite woman he told her he was only sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel only. So his servants would have to be the tribe of Judah, the Lord's sheep. But he was talking to all the rest of them. You see? Now, to show unto his servants which must shortly come to pass. Which means there's going to be a future tense here. Things that did not happen during his life. A thing that was going to happen in the future. Now here's the catch. And he did what? He sent it and signified it by his who? His angel unto his servant John. Right? All right, brother. <laughs> so what happened here? And Christians tend to overlook is that the revelation of Jesus, the Messiah, which the Lord gave unto him for his servant, Jesus sent it, signifying it with an angel unto John. This angel that Jesus sent to signifying it by was none other than the angel Michael, who has the power throughout the Book of Revelations. Now if you go to Revelation chapter 12, he has the power to defeat Satan. Chapter 12, 7 of Revelation, and there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. You see that? Yes, I see it. And the dragon fought And his angels. So here we have Michael and some angels of his who were fighting against this dragon and his angels. Who is the dragon and who are his angels? Well 8 says, and prevail not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. So that means that these dragons and his angels was cast out of heaven at this point. And the great dragon was cast out. That all what? serpent called the devil and Satan was of the whole world he was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. You see that? Yes, I see it. So Michael was an angel who was back there in the beginning however when these people deal with St. John chapter 1 And we go back to St. John chapter 1. And start from the beginning. We're going to see this beginning story. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with the Creator. And the Word was the Creator. The same was in the beginning with the Creator. (laughs) You see? The angel Michael was back there in the beginning. And where the angels of Michael was the angel Gabriel, who was also back there in the beginning, who fought against Lucifer and his fallen angels. And the angel Gabriel was the angel sent to Mary to tell her that she was going to conceive of the Holy Ghost, which would be Jesus, the Messiah. What people are looking for in the return of Jesus is the return of Jesus sending forth an angel in his likeness and people will mistake the angel for Jesus. You follow that?
5: Yes, I do, brother.
0: Asalaamu Alaikum.
3: Walaykum Wa uh, I'm somewhat confused, but this is Exodus I'm looking at and there's a conversation between the Lord and Moses.
0: Where are we at in Exodus?
3: I'm in um, Exodus, I mean, yes, Exodus 3, the 13th verse. There's a long conversation between Moses and the Lord. is God, the Lord. The 13th says, Moses said to God, suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, God of your fathers has sent me to you. I better let that go at that. Like I said, I'm a little confused. What? 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 What confuses you? What part of it is confusing you? Well, I'm not a scholar in uh, in scripture. Yeah, I understand. Or in religion. Yes. So I just thought that I would uh, ask the question since you spoke of Minister Farrakhan and and he said that God the original man is the black man, so that would mean that the black man is God, and when I look in, um, in the Bible, I have searched God just about all my life, whether he was uh, black, Caucasian, or whatever.
0: So the question is, in Exodus chapter 3, verse 13, and Moses said unto God, Behold, right? When I come unto the children of Israel, yes. and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? Go and God said unto Moses, I am that I am.
3: Yes, correct.
0: All right. What is the question? And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am. Has sent me.
3: All right. So now, the God who said back then to Moses was a man. Am I right? No. The Lord. No. Who was speaking? This was not a man. No. Okay. So maybe. You know how you could, find out? Okay. Maybe you could explain.
0: <laughs> yeah. Go back to the. Go back to the beginning of Exodus 3. Okay. You see, the beginning of Exodus 3. Where
3: are you? Exodus, Exodus 3. Now, Moses, you. Now Moses. Now Moses
0: kept the flock of Jethro,
1: yes.
0: his father-in-law. This was in the land of Midian, right? Yes. And the priest of Midian. And he led his flock, where? To the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even in Horeb.
3: Is that Horeb? Is that a... Uh... That's a place. That's a place?
0: That's, with... a, that's a specific spot on a mountain where Moses received revelation. Where is that? It's in Sinai. But let's go on so we can hear what happens. Okay. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame. Now, who appeared to Moses? According to two. The angel of the Lord, sir. That's right. And the angel of the Lord was speaking out of the burning bush. Okay. The prayer I'm trying to make is many times in the scriptures, when it speaks of the Creator doing a specific thing, it always, if people will just read, shows you that the angels of Him is doing, the malaik of Allah Ta'ala does His work. Right.
3: And they were men.
0: And they can personify as men. Okay. Certain ones. But they are angelic beings, malaik they have the power if allowed grants to personify as human beings. They are what you refer to when they get into the earth, Earth's atmosphere as extraterrestrials. Yes, you understand? Yes, they reside in various pockets of the universe. They, they come from what's called the Crystal City. Which goes into a deeper thing. Alright? So this quote in the Bible, when he's talking to Moses, speaking with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's through his angel, either Mikael or Jibrael. In this case, it's Jibrael. of the most powerful angels, the highest of all of the angelic beings from Malakut is Mikael. Because Mikael like means like El, and that's from Ilum ilah, or Ilahim or Allah. He's like Allah insofar as he has the power to sustain himself on earth. He came to Abraham in the Torah in in Genesis. He came to Jesus. He came to Moses. He came to Muhammad. He has Khidr in the Holy Quran. He has Mikael. And he's called Melchizedek or El Khidr. Michael. Okay? And then he has an intergalactical name and his intergalactical name is Yanun. Every one of the prophets, when they are out of the physical and into the spiritual realm has an intergalactical name. Isa's name is Sananda when he's out of this. You understand? Yes, ma'am. So we're talking about angels who, are, who can personify in human beings as human beings and speak in representation of the creator of the heavens and the earth, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay? I hope, yes, I, hope you understand it.
3: Thank you. Thank I-
2: you for the clarification.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Salaamu alaykum. ma'am, did you meet Melchizedek at the junction of the two niles, like the Maddie?
0: At the time, when I was being brought to the consciousness of who and what I am, I met him at Tuti. Not knowing at the time who he was, I just thought he was an old man. He told me that just think and whatever I, he said if you laugh, the two of answers, think, and I'll be there. I never knew at the time he meant that he was going to be in me moving outward. I thought he meant that if you need me, contact me, just like you would. If you need me, contact me and I'll let you know. I didn't know that young in my life who or what I am. It took me until I was 40 years old to realize that I was speaking to a reflection of myself. I had no idea. Thank you.
6: What? Um, What purpose
0: does the sacred ash serve in paradise? The sacred ash serves no purpose in what you know as paradise. But in the the celestial or crystal city, there is incense that burns. And the ash from the incense can be transported down to earth plane as a sign that this person is in tune with that higher city. There's a city above the earth uh, called the crystal city which sometimes is mistaken for the mother ship. The mother ship, or the ship that has the little ships in it, come out of the crystal city. crystal city is right above the earth, and it's been there for centuries. And it's a whole city, you call it the city of Jerusalem, when you say it's going to come down out of heaven, etc. So, it's incense burning there, material incense as you know it. Alright? And ashes from that incense is the, what comes down as what you call the sacred ash.
1: Okay.
5: Yes. I have one question here. What kind of battle will take place with Michael and Satan? And where will it take place?
0: The question is, what kind of battle will take place with yes. Michael and Satan? Or yes. which kind did take place? Because remember, they had a battle already in the heavens, in Malakut. And he was cast down. Okay? Well, The question is, what kind of battle will take place? In the latter day. Yes. And this is understood that you have read throughout your scripture that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is asking you to get not less than and not more than 144,000 mu'minun wa mu'minati. To be ready to be taken up in an Isra like Rasulullah was, to be taken out of here before this the four winds of the earth are let loose for destruction on the planet Earth, because Shaitan is getting a grip of the planet. He's asking for not more than and not less than 144,000 that will be taken up. Taken up, it says in the scripture. Literally, taken up and taken to the crystal city. Galurat. Taking life to the Medina, And there they'll stay for a thousand years and be groomed by the elders. Shaitan and his wicked angels, the cherubim are going to try to come into that city to destroy that city and those special people taken from earth that will be gowned in white, him and his cherubim are going to try to take the city of the seraphim, you understand, but they will be trapped, they will be baited like the story of Job, and then you will be cast into the earth because you have a central city in the center of your earth, I know this sounds crazy but it's true. You have a central sun. There's a city in the center of the earth called Agrata. And the capital of the city is called Shambhala. And the temple where it keeps Satan trapped with that hexagram is called Wahala. He likes Muslims to rise a pentagram, which is a five-pointed star. But he can be trapped in that hexagram. In the six-pointed star, you can trap Satan. He'll be kept in that city. For a period of time, the so-called merillion, as they call the thousand-year period, that that 144,000 will be kept in the celestial crystal city to be groomed to get their godlike or divine qualities back in them before they descend back to Earth with the Lamb, which will be the angel Michael who will bring them back to Earth. You see, Shaytan, like it mentioned in Revelation, is going to try to get up to that new city of peace and try to destroy that abode. That abode is called Darul Islam in the Quran. The abode of peace it's not what it is not on earth. And in it are angels, they say in the Quran. Haria. Those are seraphim. And the master, the awalina, the Quran says, the ancient ones, they are there to teach. And try to get you prepared to come back in because you have to wipe away this earth and wipe away this heaven and bring in a new heaven and a new earth. So the battle will be fought because Satan is going to try to invade that very city, the crystal city, but shall be cast into the pit of the earth and down into the center of your planet. Like I said, there's a city. Inhabitants of the city are from Mu and they're from Atlantis, they're from the Mayan people, different people were, who were dropped by extraterrestrials or angelic beings and were taken into these cities. And they're there now and the devil knows about it. And they would not even be on earth had it not been for 1945 when you people dropped the bomb on Hiroshima and Nagasaki and it frightened the Galactical Brothers. Because you almost cracked the earth. So the elders had a meeting and came to the surface. You call them angels. Tell them what you feel like. Came to the surface and said, we got to prevent the serpent seed. We call them the serpent person. The serpent and his seed from destroying you before you are ready. Before you are prepared. Before you are transformed back into a spiritual being we got to stop him from destroying. The other night when they saw that green light, and he said it was, it was a meteorite. No, better yet, I think it was a meteorite. It was no meteorite. I told y'all the ships are coming. I told you they're here. He didn't say it was a meteorite. Ain't no such thing as a green meteorite. Go back and study astronomy and show me somewhere where he told you about a green meteorite. He told you about pink stars, blue stars, and white stars. He never spoke about no green stars. When a green meteorite, and what kind of gas burns green? They burn blue, they burn yellow, they burn amber, but not green. Somebody's lying. So the battle that you spoke about between the elders is between those being prepared to seraphim under Mikael to suppress the cherubim, which is the 200 fallen angels, and you people on earth who are left behind because you don't come in and get prepared to make the transition from this state to the sacred city you're going to be the playground of the devil do you know that the planet earth used to be a hunting ground that the the used to come here and hunt prehistoric animals to laser lights and kill them just for the fun of it you have not only positive angelic beings visiting the planet out your galaxy it's called Terra. It's called Terra. Alright? That's the galaxy you're in. You're on what's called Zeruqaiyah. Zeruqayah, the name of your planet. Alright? You have extraterrestrials, they become extra when they get inside here. Visiting you, all of them are not positive. Some of them are called jinn. From the Ifru mentioned in the Quran, Solomon had fake battles with these jinns who have come in and land here, and they infiltrate man and corrupt the world, they mutilate animals, they come down and they mutilate animals, they hunt for the fun of it, they make themselves seen as UFOs, and they hunt, they take people up, they abuse people, and then there are other galactical beings who are fighting against them, trying to get you people prepared, but you keep rejecting, you want all this fiction religion. You want to believe that Muhammad came with this new type of religion when Muhammad wasallam, was in contact with extraterrestrials when the angel Jibbrail, rahmatullah, came to the Prophet Muhammad in a cave. He came as light. He came as an ethereal, an being, and he came to Rasulullah Muhammad as light and told Muhammad that man has fell away from the most important commandment. Who created him? And when so he told Muhammad, you better go back and it grab. Like go back and read in the name of the very creator. Ya follow? But man refuses. Man rejects. He's been tempted by the devil. And the devil and his seed is here, like I explained earlier. And man loves him. And like it says in the Bible in Revelation, he wants to even live in the image of the beast.
6: I would like to know, why was um, the devil sent to another planet? Well, two questions. Why was the devil sent to another planet? And also, why is, he, why is he captured? Why do they have to catch him and take him to Shambhala and bound him for a thousand years instead of just destroying him?
0: Because energy cannot be destroyed. You can only alter its appearance. And what a lot of human beings don't realize is that what they call the devil, was once an angel, Malak. And he was created of nar, as the moon, or a poisonous type of fire. It's not the same fire as you find on earth, but it's, for lack of a better word, that's all they can use. Mm-hmm. And you cannot destroy energy. You can only alter its appearance. Or you can refrain it. You can discipline it. You can confine it. Mm-hmm. Or you can channel it. Now, nowhere has it been said that he was sent to another planet. It was said that he has left this planet and has gone on to another planet. Has not been sent. You don't send the devil anywhere. You have to trap him. And he's trapped by what's called the hexagon, Mm -hmm. which is the symbol of the six-pointed star. Muslims all over the world, well, I shouldn't say that because most Muslims out of America don't use it. Mainly you find American Muslims who use a five-pointed star and crescent. Don't realize that it is a symbol of the devil. They think that the five-pointed star and crescent is a symbol of Islam because Elijah Muhammad or because Nobu Ali, or because some other brother told him that and those brothers were misinformed about the symbol of al Islam, which is confirmed by the fact that in Holy Quran it tells us that all of the prophets of Allah were from Rasulullah Muhammad, وسلم, on back to Isa Al-Messiah, Jesus the Messiah, on back to Moses, and all the way back to Abraham, all were of one text, one scripture, be it as or al-hikmah or ta'. Or Zubur or Injil or Al-Qur'an they are all one scripture from one sustainer of all the boundless universes who is Allah Ta'ala you understand
1: yes
0: there then Dawud, David who received the Psalms was a Muslim as the Quran confirms you follow yes and the five-pointed star is not identified with any of the prophets of Allah in any of the scriptures including the Holy Qur'an. There's no mention of a use of a five-pointed star by Muslims. However, it is understood through the Torah and mentioned the utilization of the six-pointed star, the hexagram, that Solomon used to trap the jinn the Qur'an speaks of. You see? So he builds his empire on a pentagram. Or when he takes a country, He puts a new five-pointed star on his flag. The eye you see on the back of the dollar bill over the pyramid is a symbol of Nimrod. You see. They knew that the elders used to use the pyramids to travel intergalactically. They knew that. They know how all the pyramids are hooked up magnetically a perfect distance apart. They know that what you refer to as a Bermuda Triangle is really a pyramid mm-hmm. setting up a magnetic wave. They know these things. And they put the eye of Nimrod there. And that is their God. That's the one that was crucified. That's who was born December 25th. Isa eb miriam Jesus was not born on December 25th. Where they get this snow in Jerusalem stuff? I don't know. I mean, they made it up. <laughs> Because they were talking about in the Caucasus Mountain where there's snow. (laughs) Not in Bethlehem. You see? All
6: right. Thank you very much.
2: I'd like to ask you, um, the universal brotherhood of Muslims uh, that's in our book, Adam's Calendar, is that the same brotherhood that you were speaking about previously?
0: The brotherhood of the elders? Yes. Yeah. The brotherhood of the elders are called the brotherhoods of peace. Daru Islam is one of the names of the crystal city. Right? Right. If you open the book of Revelation to the seventh chapter. You see it? And after these things, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth. These are the four ships. Holding the what? Holding the four winds of the earth that what? That the wind shall not blow on the earth. The right. nor on any tree. And I saw
2: another angel ascending from the, from the east, having the seal of the living God created. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels, to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees. And we have sealed the servants of our Creator in their foreheads. And I heard the number of them which were sealed, and they were sealed a of forty four thousand of all the tribes of the children
0: of Israel. But notice what tribe they start off with, number five. So the many people say to me, is this Israel? And I say, no. And here's why. But they don't start off with the first son of Israel, they start up with? Judah. And of Judah. And
2: of Judah were sealed,
0: 12,000. Then they add, when you get to the 7th chapter, they add Levi, you see? And Levi was not one of the tribes, that was a priest tribe. They add Manasseh, the son of Joseph, you follow? So it's it's not talking about the tribes of Israel, it's talking about uh, people like the tribes of Israel. Now, can Hegai, you know, after the, the, uh, the tribes and
2: read nine. After this, I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues, stood before the throne and before the land, clothed with white robes and palms
0: in their hands. This then after the thousand-year period, when the righteous come forth, After the 144,000 have been groomed in the city, in heaven as you call it, then our people will come together and look up, all of them, and what's going to happen? Read them.
2: And cried with a
0: loud voice, saying,
2: Salvation to our Creator, which sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb.
0: That throne they're talking about is a sacred city.
2: And all the angels stood around about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne on their faces and worshiped Allah,
1: saying, Amen. Blessing
0: and
6: glory. Amen, meaning it's over.
0: Amen. It's over. Go ahead.
1: Blessing
2: and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be on. And might. Be unto our God, our Creator, forever and ever. Amen.
0: No more devil power at this point. Go ahead.
2: And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes?
0: They what to not by you people? The elders asked, well, who the heck are they? They're not angels. Who are they? And what's the answer? I'm basically dead. Where they come from? I didn't get into the sacred city. Who are they?
2: And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are they which came out of great tribulation, and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore are they before the throne of, of the law, and serve him day and night in his temple. And he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. For the lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and shall lead them into little fountains of water.
4: That's called kothar, fountains
0: of water in paradise.
2: And Allah shall wipe away all tears from their eyes.
0: This is what you're working for. The world, the destruction of this planet has been held back for you. For those people will get the seal of the Father in their head by consequence of prostration. Not those who will get the seal of the beast in their forehead or in their hands. But they'll tell you how will they down themselves. What do the masters say they look like? In number nine? Down in white white robes. They know who we are and what we're supposed to be doing. They're waiting for you. You understand that? No. And they'll take you to the throne when you sit in the midst of the righteous. And the very presence of the Most High will be there. You feel his presence in the land, and there'll be no more devil rain or devil power. It'll be over. This is what you're working for. Most people don't want to get there. All right.
2: You have been listening to the True Light, a question and answer session with Afaid Al Imamisa Al Hadi Al Mahdi. Do you want to know the truth? Can you face the truth? Be sure to read the most dynamic books in history, authored by Sayyid al-Imam Isa al-Hadi al-Mahdi, on such subjects as, What is a Muslim? Where is the tabernacle of the Most High? Should Muslims observe the Sabbath? Was Christ really crucified? Who was the comforter? Now let us return to the true light with a Said al-Imam Isa al-Hadi al-Mahdi. Remember, you are the light. And you have the power over all things.
6: Okay, in Exodus 34:33, 33 um, I read, um, Until Moses had done speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. Um, I was wondering, what's the purpose of this veil? And if the veil will always be necessary for uh, women to wear? Um, and was it always necessary for women to wear? Because... Like in Egyptian art, I never see that with women wearing a veil. Well, you know
0: why? No. What language are you reading?
6: Hmm?
0: What language are you reading the dictionary in? English. And who mostly wrote them? Pardon me? And who are usually the writers of those dictionaries in English?
6: English Um, people. Or Americans. Americans.
0: And they're not going to have y'all reading the Bible where it says a woman should wear a veil, because then, see, let look at this. Somewhere along the line, the Catholic Church tends to relate to the way Muslim women dress, all the way up until they're covering their face. But somewhere along the line, in their doctrine of the Catholic Church, which is supposed to be the oldest church of the Christians, they seem to have understood years ago that a woman's supposed to stay covered, head and everything. That's why they had the nuns dressed that way. Then another thing, inside of a Christian marriage, we have what? When you get ready to marry, what does a woman put on? Long white dress and a veil. If she doesn't wear white, that means she's not a virtuous woman like the 31st Proverbs. That means she gave up her virginity before she got married. So therefore, she would not wear a veil or a white robe. She could wear any color. But they're telling you by that, that the long white dress and the veil is a symbol of purity. Next question is, did I make this up? <laughs> but first let me ask you a question. The reason why Moses had a veil is because Moses' brother, Harun, which we know as Aaron, was sanctioned by the Heavenly Father to become the high priest over all the children of Israel. And if you look up in any biblical dictionary, at the dress of them, the so-called ancient rabbis, you see a tiflin. A tiflin is much like a shawl that they wore over their heads. If you see any Jews in their churches or synagogues today, you'll see the same thing. They wear it over their heads, and it comes down past and has little lines of blue and little tassels on it. You know what I'm saying? That has been the garb of the ancient Israelites, for centuries. So when Moses had finished talking to the children of Israel, he took his shawl and threw it over his shoulder, which would be covering his face, or like you see in of sometimes, from the desert, and they were definitely in the desert, <laughs> take the shawl and wrap it around his face and turn and walk away. You've seen that before. Right? This has nothing to do with the Bible veil. The Bible veil, let's go back to Genesis. Chapter three, verse seven. And if we read it, we'll see Bismillahhir, Rahman Rahim." that's not there. That just means, "Begin all things with the illustrious name of Allah, the yielder, the most merciful. And their eyes of them. Both were open, and they knew that they were naked.
6: And what did they do? Both did leaves together and made themselves aprons. Made an apron.
0: They did not make a full garb. They made a short thing, an apron. An apron is something that does not go beyond the knee or above the breast. Now move to the same chapter. Chapter 3, verse 21, and watch the Heavenly Father let her know that a short dress is improper dress. The garb of the veil is something that the Almighty Creator of the Heaven Earth is going to make them put on. Watch it. Turn and read that. 24, you said? No, chapter 3, verse 21.
6: Oh unto Adam also, and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skin and clothe them. I understand that. Okay?
0: Uh So now, here we see that they had taken upon themselves to dress a specific way which was identified as an apron, partial. And then the Almighty made them cloaks of skin. A cloak is a total cover. You follow that? And covered them. So the veil started way back with Adam and Eve, had nothing to do with Rasulullah Muhammad and the sections of the Holy Quran which identify with it. You see? Mm -hmm. But people have this tendency of trying to make people think that the wearing of the veil started in Islam and started with the Arab people and was accustomed. And they are lying because it's not where it started. If you turn to Genesis twenty-four, verse sixty-four. Sixty-four. Yep.
6: Twenty-four,
0: sixty-four of Genesis. Mm-hmm. We're going to see where Rebecca.
6: will read it and see what we come up with. And Rebekah lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she lighted off the candle. Camel. Off the camel. <laughs> uh, for she had said unto the servant, What man is that walketh in the field to meet us? And the servant had said, It is my master. Uh,
0: so what did therefore, she
6: do? therefore she took a veil and covered herself.
0: You see? Mm-hmm. Now here we're talking about Rebecca. Way back in the Old Testament, during Abraham's time, this Rebecca was to become Isaac, one of Abraham's son's wife. Now, she belonged to the family of Abraham through his brother. And when she saw Isaac, which is one of her relatives, which they married back then, coming through the field, she knew he was a strange man to her. So what did she do? She covered herself. She covered her face. Now to verify that the children of Israel did wear those veils, if you see in Isaiah 3, Isaiah 3, 18-23, it'll tell you also that all the Israelites at one time wore a veil. But because they transgressed against the law, their veils and their tassels and their earrings and their nose rings were taken away. Now you read it, it says what? In the day the Lord will take away the bravery of thy, of thy tinkling ornaments about thy feet, and their curls, and their round ties, like the moon, meaning their crescents, oh. their chains, their bracelets, mm-hmm. and their mufflers, and their bonnets, their headpieces, the children who took them off. Mm-hmm. And the ornaments of their legs. Now you see the Jewish people wearing short skirts. And, the, ahead, and their headbands. Right? Mm-hmm. And the tablets. They don't read the scriptures no more. Mm-hmm. And their earrings. And their nose rings. Mm-hmm. And what else? And changeable suits of apparel. Mm-hmm. And the mantle. And the what?
6: Wimples. And the crisping pins. And glasses. And, fine, and the fine linen and the hoods and the veil. And the last thing they took away from Israel was them, The veil. See, they stripped them because they transgressed against
0: the Most High. The children of Israel have lost the right to wear all the stuff you see those guys on 42nd dressing. Stand down there with all that stuff on, right here in Isaiah, tells them they can't wear that no more. And the so-called Amorite Jew, the so-called Hasidic Jew, he knows that. His women wears a wig with a bald head. They don't wear the clothes no more. They don't wear the white. They don't wear the nose ring. They don't wear none of it. The only thing they retain the right to wear is the locks and the beard. And they've they've changed the color of their clothes from white to black, knowing that throughout Israel they wore shining white it. You follow? Yeah. Now, if we go to the Holy Quran, which which we should seal this with, the 24th chapter, the 31st verse, and read it, Bismillahi, Ar-Rahmani, Ar-Rahim, 24-31. It says, and tell the faithful women that they are to lower their looks, their eyes, and guard their private parts, and don't display their bodily ornaments, except what a theirs thereof, and make them wear their face veils over and down their bosoms. In their translations, they have cut all of that up. As you read yours, read yours and see what it says.
6: From the beginning. Yes, please. And say to the bleeding women that they cast down their looks and guard their private parts and do not display their ornaments except what appears, what appears thereof. And let them wear their head coverings over their bosoms. Bl-
0: see and how they did that? Yeah. They took out words. And out of it we get, Wa, and, Kul, Say or tell, Lil Mu'minati, Those faithful women. You see that? Mm-hmm. That they are to, Dudna, Be pious. Lower your eyes. Don't be staring men in the eyes seductively is what it means. Lord, men of a hina. Lower their sight, don't be, don't be lustful and aggressive towards men, other than your own man, of course. Alright? Your well, Yafazna. That word is from al Which means, and they are to protect or guard. Furuja Hunna. All of their private parts, that's their bust, their vaginal, their, not, their shapes of their body, their voluptuousness. is supposed to be something sacred and it should be protected. That word there is, Furu Jahunna. You see it? Wala and do not. Wa and la don't. Wala and do not. you Don't make seen. Don't display. Don't allow. Don't let it be seen. What? The name that. Any of their bodily appearance. Which means, not only are they supposed to wear loose garments, But they're not supposed to let things be seen like a slit down the front where you can see what they refer to as uh, the shapes of their bust. Or stuff so tight that you can see, you know, not only don't show your body outright, but don't even let the, what do you call it in English? The image of it be seen, the shape. You know, like in other words, a person could be standing in front of you naked. Or a person could be standing there with clothes on and so tight she might as well be naked. He's saying don't do either one of those things. Alright? Illa, except for ma, what, زهر. What already appears, which is necessary. Which means, except for what appears, your hands and your feet. Those things, minha. Except for what appears, right? They say, minha. Except for what appears naturally, in other words. Alright? I don't see that. That's because they have it as except for what? How do they, how do they read it there?
6: Uh, here it says except to their husbands or their fathers.
0: That's because they added husbands and fathers. The word husband you know, zoage and fathers uh, abu, or is not even in there. They just added that in to imply that you can, around your immediate family, you can expose your body. That's what it meant. But it's not in there, literally. They just put that in so they can convey their point. Okay. Okay. Then it goes, you Right? Hmm. And that you should be forced to darrabba. See that? Darabah is the Arabic word to hit or to strike. To hit somebody and you should make it hit. Now, what are we talking about? There's a whole subject of the whole thing. Be Khumari Hina. Hina on the end is hers. The word Khimar means a face veil, but the root of it means a covering, khumra to be covered or blocked or screened away. In the Holy Quran, in the 42nd chapter and the 51st First, when Allah Allah said, and Allah did not talk to normal human beings except by way of inspiration or from behind a barrier. And in Arabic, they got hijab there. Hijab, as the Sunni Muslim says, a veil is not that. A hijab in the outer world is a screen or a curtain or something of that nature. This thing we're talking about is called khimar or humra. When they say a person is intoxicated, they say he's drunk humrah. Something that has blocked his mind to the point where he can't function. So there they have bail, meaning now something comes over, hits your bosom, and down and cover your face, it has got to cover your whole face. No such thing as partial. You see, if it comes over your head and down and hits your bosom, as it's going to say here, but it says Allah, over The next word, over, or they say on, right? To Yul Behina, their bosoms, their breasts, their things. Saying, come over, down, and strike their bosoms. They are evading this reality. But yet, when you look in the Far East, you see the women of the desert who have not been educated or indoctrinated by Western world still wearing it the bush women still wear it. You can get any magazine from Geographic and fumble through it and you see they say, this is Algeria, in the desert you see those women with their veil on. When a man pointing the camera, you see them trying to cover their face just like we showed you in the books of Genesis. So the dress of face covering is a law that was given to us at Adam and Eve's time, not with the Prophet Muhammad not with the Prophet Abraham, sallallahu alayhi wa or Moses, but all of them had to live by it. In fact, even Mary, when the angel appeared to her, she pulled her covering over her. And he said, Hail Mary, thou have been chosen above women in the world. And she saw an angel as a man and covered herself with him also, screened herself, as they say. Okay? So that veil is a law. There's no getting around it. Okay. the known fact in Islam. The angel Gabriel, them, salam alaykum wa rahmatullah came to Rasulullah Muhammad the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa in the cave and said to Muhammad Iqra wa Muhammad وقال يا جبرائيل ما انا بقارئ ان وجبرائيل وقال اين محمد اقرا فمحمد قال مرتائيل he said, Muhammad, read. He said, Jibro, I am not a reader. <laughs> Muhammad, read. He said, Jibro, I am not a reader.
1: <laughs>
0: what is he asking this man? What is this extraterrestrial being asking of this man?
2: Read.
0: A very simple statement, right? What is Muhammad saying?
2: I'm not a reader. What does it he
0: mean he's not a reader?
2: He does not know how to read.
0: That's right. Of my own, I cannot do anything. So the angel says to him, which is now the 96th chapter of the Holy Quran, and it's going to be mathematically equated in a way that's unbelievable, Aleha this is the it is 19, Jibril says to Rasulullah, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. We gain all things in the illustrious name of Allah. He is the yield of the most merciful. It's pra' bismi Rabbika Alladhi Khalak. We need way of using the name of Rabbika. You also Alladhi al hu Khalak, Who created. al-Insana min alaq. He created all forgetful creatures, in sand, people, man, men, alak, from sperm gushing forth and dividing up. Yikra Al-Akram, and we like this, Muhammad, by way of your sustainer, who is karam, who is so generous, Allahi alama bil qalam he is which has alama taught, Bil Qalam, by using a quilt or a pen. Alam al-insana, ma'lam ya'lam. He it is who has taught you forgetful creatures what you could not on your own have learned. Those are the first
4: five verses of the revelation that came
0: to Rasulullah. He put the words in his mouth so that Muhammad would not speak of himself. He made sure that Muhammad just repeated exactly what was being said. So he had no opinions. And Muhammad oftentimes said, I can't say nothing that has not come from Allah throughout the Quran. Most Muslims translate the word as recite, proclaim. The word "ikra" means read. How do you know? You know, because by the time it gets down to the fourth verse, it tells you, which taught by way of a pen. What do you do? When something is written with a pen, you read it. You don't recite it. You recite from your head. You orate from your heart. You read from something written. But all these Sunis keep saying, no, it means recite. That's the devil leading them away from the true meaning. Because they don't want them to know that Muhammad was asked to read the Torah and the Injil before he revealed his Qur'an. And the Holy Qur'an in the second chapter supports that to the letter when we get to Surah Al-Baqarah, when it tells you about what was sent down to you, Muhammad, and what was sent down from before you, Muhammad, when it says in the fourth verse of the second chapter, وَالَّذِينَ Ilaika Wa unzila min qablika Wa And those who mean they believe Bima by way of unzila. What was sent down Ilaika to you Muhammad Wa unzila min qablika And what was sent down Before you Muhammad Yet you are Muslims All across this country Being taught And misinformed by Muslims from overseas who are trying to confuse them into not accepting all of the scriptures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This scripture tells you that this is plain and true. That these verses are clear. And it's telling them right there to watch out for translation and distortions of the Quran because it says like in the twelfth chapter of the Holy Quran, Surah Yusuf. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Alif Lam Railkal Ayatul kitab Mubeen You see that? Alif Lam Ra. Alif Symbol of Allah Ta'ala. Lam, Laylatul Qadri, the night in which he revealed the revelations to Ra, rasulullah Muhammad, Alif. lam Ra. Tilka, that, not this, tilka, that verse, that sign, tilka ayatu, that sign, Al-Kitab Mubin. The scripture is will be manifests things and makes them clear. Inna anzelnahu Surely we, Allah and the help of his angelic host, did what? Anzelnahu sent it, the Quran. Anzelnahu Quran and Arabian we have sent it, this Quran as an Arabic reading in order for you to be able to make proper decisions. To be able to understand. But it told you right there, right here in the 12th chapter of the Holy Quran, in the first two verses, that we sent it down for you in Arabic so that you'd understand. And I keep telling you, go to your Imam and ask him, do you speak Arabic? Do you understand the language of the scripture? Or are you just talking off the top of your
1: head? <inaudible> اقرا وربك الاكرم الذي علم بالقلم علم الانسان ما لم يعلم صدق
0: الله العظيم ربنا لنا نورنا واغفر لنا this is from the 66th story of the Holy Quran, the 8th verse. And read, stay oh, sustainer complete for us our light. And forgive us, for surely you have the power over all things.
6: We will continue with the man of the hour, Dr. Malachi D. York, the reformer for this day and time. Right after these messages. All eyes on Egypt presents the Holy Tablet, backed by popular demand. Written and transcribed by Dr. Malachi Zadok doctor L, the receiver. This is the scripture that is divinely inspired, that will bring about a long overdue change. Like a phoenix bird rising up out of its ashes. Up you mighty people, come forth like Lazarus from the tomb. This tablet is food to feed the hunger and to nourish the soul to give it strength. Rise up, stand up, be counted amongst the people of this world. Be the first to get your copy of the Holy Tablet while supplies last. At all eyes on Egypt, Monticello, Georgia, 706 468 2319. Tune in to the L Tony Tablet Show every Friday and Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WGAD
5: Radio. Look at the Look at People always it. who's the greatest player of all time? Some questions. It should be who's the greatest
2: team of all time. WGAD Radio. Sorry, Showtime.
6: WGAG Radio.
4: Back to back. WGAG Radio. First three p.
6: WGAG Radio.
1: Even with the flu.
2: WGAG Radio. No push off. WGAG
4: Radio. And my
1: favorite. (laughs) Radio.
4: Tough to beat that. What? You think there's someone else? Prove it.
5: Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell
0: when the barrel's in your mouth. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out.
6: This is Mitruna Firou. I'm calling in from Toledo, Ohio. And I want to give WGAD Radio seven-year happy anniversary. This is Empress Ross calling in from Reno, Nevada, and I would like to wish WGAG Radio a happy seven-year anniversary. Christine and calling
4: from Chicago, Illinois. just want to wish WGAG Radio a happy seven years and many more. I'm a prestige bitch with a dirty mouth. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring
6: them out. Bring them out, bring
0: them
6: out. Bring them out, bring them I came up on that like bitch, I'm trying to show you some shit, you rapping with the fucking name.
0: Hey this is James to Call from Lakes Capital the of Radio. Happy seven years, and I will you more. This is Peace and Blessings, saying happy 7th anniversary to WCAG Radio, Call from North Cross, Georgia. It wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for the baddest, black, brilliant, big booty, baddest chick of the world, Don the yo Nobody
2: can do it like you, baby.
3: We get
6: on? Yes, I will accept the word, ghetto. Ghetto. get Get
1: this is about Love,
2: calling from Remington, Washington To wish WGAG a happy seventh birthday Peace, love, and prosperity, and much growth
3: Yeah, this is Jay Ella calling from the great, long-star state of Texas Just want to say shaloon, illa cool, B.L. Colum Peace the all within the all He kept them sip y'all wounds And congratulations on a strong seven years to Don Nicole Leone WGAG Radio, and the Brain Trust family We're going to keep doing this shit forever bring them out, bring them
6: out. So when you got these jokes out, out there that for once have not embraced all, have not embraced God, look at women as a piece of ass and still ain't got ass and still is low-life and all takes trying to operate. I say, find God, get your shit together, and then I'll let me later,
1: nigga.
6: Hey John, this is my baby love calling from Georgia, Georgia. And of course, I have to give a 7 year birthday shout-out to WGAG, Real Nigga Radio, and to you, the baddest bitch, and Kaloon, John Nakaloon. I'm attracted to 93 Screamy at the goddamn gas station. That's the whole fucking attraction to Charlie.
0: Bring out, bring Mike check, Mike check, great day Dodge. Happy 7th anniversary to WGAG Radio. Just Tony calling in from Memphis, Tennessee. I want to wish a happy 7th birthday to WGAG
4: Radio. Y'all put it down all the time. Real shit for real motherfuckers. So keep on keeping it real. What's going on, It's a so Memphis, the writer, calling from New York out, City, wishing WGAG Radio at
6: happy 7 years. Right, this is for my girl, my baby girl, Don Coleone, WDAD Radio, Real Nigga Radio. Beautiful seven years, we gonna do seven more. This is, by the way, Cedar. i am going Ali L, right next door over in the Ham. You know what? I'm proud of you, and it's just like I know you, and I am so proud of you. You're doing beautiful. You're like a, you're you're a ma- you're magical. You get me? I should have thrown that shit in there. <laughs> <laughs> but you are... <laughs> But <laughs> girl, you got something going on. It's magic. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Keep it up. Keep going. Don't stop.
1: Yeah,
3: it's your boy Jay Iller, And when I ain't here banging out these amazing beats I'm cooler with my piece at the Don Nicoleone After Party Come through and chat it up with us anytime Meet up with the brain truck Come listen to some good music Get caught up in some good conversation You may even catch a building session from time to time Learn something new, get yourself inspired What you gotta do, you have to go to www.powtalk.com Search Don Nicole on The After Party And there you are and here we go.
6: Now, welcome back to the Man of the Hour. What about Minister Farrakhan? What's he doing now? Is he teaching or what?
0: Right now, he's not a teacher. He's not, doing he's not a teacher. He's a lecturer. There's a big difference between a teacher and a lecturer. Minister Louis Farrakhan just takes things that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was teaching and lectures about them. You yep. <laughs> that? And there's a difference when you sit down and set up an Arabic school, in a Quranic school, in a scripture school, and you start to teach people something. That's totally different than going to a college forum, standing up, and talking about economics, and how black people got to work together, and how much money we got to raise to do this. That's not teaching, that's lecturing. But Mr. Farrakhan is a very good lecturer. He's just not a teacher. He was a student of a good teacher, Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Because I listen
4: to him talk, and after an hour of listening to him talk, I realized that he didn't say anything. All he was doing was elaborating on things that happened. I think
0: like you say, he's a nice brother. He's a good speaker. He means well, but he's just not a teacher. Black people now want to be taught. They don't want to be just spoken to. They want to learn something now. They want to clear the smoke. So what is his purpose? You have to ask him that. <laughs> you can't ask me what his fire concert. You have to go to him and ask him that.
4: You're saying you can't serve what I see, I'm in that predicament. Here I am, I work for this man, but in reality, what I'm trying to do is, you know, save up, get, get myself something. Because, like you say, time's going to come and he's going to look at me and get tired of seeing me reading something that goes totally against his beliefs. He's going to get tired of me and say, okay, that's enough. Don't fear that, because
0: if that was not the case, why did Jesus talk in parables? Jesus talked in parables because it was times... When he just had to say things that he only wanted certain people to understand. So he compromised at times. See, even the Messiah himself had to compromise. And he talked in parables because he could just as well talk straight out. Like I have a quote in, well, let me see, let's take Matthews, right? And turn to the 22nd chapter.
5: What verse?
0: If I don't give you a verse, what does that mean? <laughs> okay. You should know me by now, Paul. So
5: <laughs> right. And Jesus answered and spoke unto them again by parables. Here it is. Jesus is getting ready to give some people a parable. Now watch. Go ahead. And said, The kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king, which made a marriage for his son, and sent forth his servants to call them that were bidden to the wedding, and they would not come. Again he sent forth other servants, saying, Tell them which are bidden. Behold, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen, and my fartlings are killed, and all things are ready. Come unto the marriage. But they made light of it, and went their ways, one to his farm, another to his merchandise. And the remnant took his servants, and entreated them spitefully, and slew them. But when the king heard thereof, he was wroth, and he sent forth his armies, and destroyed those murderers, and burnt up their city. Then said he to his servants, The wedding is ready, but they which were bidden were not worthy. Go ye therefore into the highways, and as many as ye shall find bid to the marriage. So those servants went out into the highways, and gathered together all as many as they found, both bad and good. And the wedding was furnished with guests. And when the king came in to see the guests, he saw there a man which had not on a wedding garment. And he said unto him, Friend, how comest thou in hither not having a wedding garment? and he was speechless. Then said the king to the servant, into outer darkness, there shall be weeping and gashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. I right, stop. A very common
0: quote in that, the 14th verse. Many are called, and few are chosen. Every Christian uses that quote. You heard that quote before? Yes, now, now there's a whole big story that preceded that from 22.1 all the way to 22.14. Now, if I turned around and asked somebody, what is Jesus talking about here? What is this parable about? What would you say? I have to read it over and... Uh, well, let's read it again. Let's see if we can find out. What
5: parable is he teaching here? Go ahead. And Jesus answered and spoke unto them again by parables and said, The kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king which made a marriage for his son.
4: What does that mean, I, Basically, in plain words, he said, Hey, I'm asking you to come, and you said... Yeah,
0: I'll I'll answer it eventually. The point I'm trying to make is, did Jesus compromise? As far as he spoke in parables here for certain people. You know who he was speaking for? He was speaking for people here who understood the Scripture. Anybody who was not one of his fathers or not one of the Pharisees or Sanhedrin who didn't study the Scripture would never catch what this parable is talking about. The answer to the parable is found in Isaiah.
5: I will greatly rejoice in the Lord my soul shall be joyful in my Creator for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation he has covered me with the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments and as a bride adorneth herself with her jewels
0: notice he acknowledges the dress
5: of a bride and a bridegroom as a symbol
0: of salvation as a symbol of purity righteousness right And in this parable, the whole thing is that they speak of the kingdom. What does he say? The kingdom of heaven is like a certain case. The kingdom of heaven is what's mentioned in the books of Revelation 21 and 22, coming down out of heaven like a bride adorned for Christ. You see? They're speaking about the dress of a bride, first of all. What do brides wear?
5: White. White.
0: Long white robes. Even in America where they became Christians, they wear this. Long white robes and a face veil. This is a traditional dress of a bride in America. Correct? No. And the husband wears a white tuxedo. a typical dress. So the bridegroom here, mentioned in twenty-two. This whole chapter is all talking about how people do not want to put on their white robes, and how they will be thrust into, even though they're going to come on the last day, they're going to be thrust into darkness. Now. Read it again and you'll see it. He likened, first of all, the kingdom of heaven to this king. So that's the kingdom of heaven they're talking about. If you don't read the first 2, like a lot of Christian preachers, in start 3, 4, and 5, you think they're talking about a real king. When they're not, they're talking about a kingdom of heaven. Now go ahead. And he sent forth his servants and called them that were bidden to the wedding. And they did not come. And they didn't come. You're all being told to come home. Put on your white. And you're not coming. People who are worthy of it are not coming.
5: Go ahead. And again, he sent forth other servants, a saying, Tell them which are bitten, Behold, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and my fartlings are killed. And all things are ready. Come unto the marriage. And you'll start
0: to think, is this is really a marriage. If you don't realize what verse 2 is talking about, it's a symbolic of their heaven. It's a symbolic of the kingdom of heaven. And it's symbolic of people who were supposed to be worthy who missed it the first time. The first time when Ambalaj Muhammad came and beckoned them to come into the kingdom of heaven and they rejected. Now he's saying again, here we are again calling you to come into the kingdom of heaven. Watch what happens. Number five.
5: But they made light of it.
0: They and don't we- make a joke out of coming home and putting on your wife. One day I'll be in my wife. I have to find more confirmation. We show you all through the scriptures over and over again about wife, about your jealousy, about your dress, the bride. You say one day, one day, you make light of it.
5: And? And went their ways. Go ahead. One to to them. One to his farm, another to his merchandise. That's your job you're talking about. I got to take care of myself and my
0: family. I got to finish school. I got to go do this. I'm going to go get my own land and do my own thing. Why should I move in there? I can get my own
5: land and build my own farm and do my own. They tell you about that. Go ahead. And the remnant took his servants and entreated them spitefully and slew them. Go ahead. But when the king heard of thereof, he was wroth, and he sent forth his armies. Now remember, the king
0: is who. The king is symbolic of heaven. Mm-hmm. The white man, now when you go out and work amongst them, they are called the remnant. And they do what? That's number six.
5: Okay. And the remnant took his servants and he treated them spitefully and slew them. This is what they'll do to you. They will kill you. They
0: are killing us. They kill in Vietnam. They kill in Iran. They kill in Iraq. They kill in Syria. They kill in Sudan. They killed in Ethiopia. They killed to Ghana. They kill in Nigeria. They kill in South Africa. They kill us. We still worship and praise them and work for them. Still make them rich.
5: What else did he say? But when the king heard thereof. And remember, the king is heaven. That's what number two teaches. The king is heaven. But he was wroth. And he sent forth his armies and destroyed those murderers. That's the angels who come forth from heaven. Mentioned
0: in Revelation 22 again. See, because they're talking about the kingdom. Remember, the, See, I'm saying uh, how when you read the Bible, if you don't follow, you can miss what they're talking about. If you don't read number two, you don't know that they're really talking about heaven and angels. You think they're talking about men armies and how these armies kill? They killed the wicked. Go ahead.
5: And burned up their city.
0: And it tells you they're no longer destroy the world by water, but more over by? Fire. Fire. It's about judgment day here. That the angels are going to come down from heaven with fire and destroy the wicked city of Babylon. Go
5: ahead. Then says he to his servants, the wedding is ready. But they which were bidden were not worthy. Then the angels say, okay, but so now that we've stopped the devil,
0: come on into the tabernacle of the most high. Get ready for the wedding. And what do y'all say?
5: Uh, go ye therefore into the highways, and as many as ye shall find, bid to the marriage.
0: So I take off my white robe, I become Dr. York, and I go into the street to try to reach people. And try to bring them home to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because y'all are coming to me listening and still not coming home. Then you complain about that. Why is he Dr. York? Why ain't you in the mob? One time I was out in a club and a guy walked up to me and said, uh, aren't you Imam? So I said, yes. He said, uh, why are you in this club? I said, I'm here with you. <laughs> I mean, what am I here for? What are you in here for? <laughs> I'm in here for you. <laughs> he said, oh. Walked with a real dumb look on his face. He just said, oh, oh. You know that
5: sound niggas make get confused? <laughs> oh, oh. Go ahead So those servants went out into the highways And gathered together all as many as they found Our brothers in the trains and the buses And the schools walking the streets They're doing everything to go out to get you Go ahead Both bad and good And the wedding was furnished with guests And when the king came in to see the guests He saw there a certain man Saw there a man which had not worn a wedding garment
0: You know, people sitting in that room right now Know you know you're supposed to have on white you understand? You know it. You know right from wrong now. All right. What does it say about him?
5: And he says unto him, Friend, how can thou in, in hither not having a wedding garment? Why aren't y'all dressed right when y'all know it's right? I got sisters I see sitting out there that's been here coming in for years. Still ain't putting on their
0: wife. Still ain't putting on their veil. Why? This is what the heavenly is talking about. Why? Go ahead.
5: And he was speechless.
0: Because there's, there's no answer. When we ask you that? Right? Well, I, I, I uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not ready yet. But I have people say, hey, Mom, I don't have a jellybee. I said, outside. They tell them, I said, give them a jelly beer. They wear it twice, then they take the jellybee off. they you all full of it. Go ahead.
5: Then says the king to the servants. Remember, the king is heaven. Keep that in mind now. Go ahead. Find him hand and foot and take him away uh-huh. and cast him into the outer darkness. That's what happened. This is heaven rejecting people
0: because they reject the preparation for the supper of the wedding of the Lamb.
5: There shall be weeping and gushing of teeth. Doesn't that sound like Matthew 24 again? No. Yes. For many are called, but few are chosen.
0: Now you understand (laughs) what that little phrase, many are called and few are chosen, many people get it turned on to the light, but they don't want to take off their traditional clothes and garb themselves in righteousness. The first thing they told Muhammad is to rise up and purify your garment. You had to stop wearing the garb of the Meccans and put on white. And whatever they know so funny, when the so-called Arabs made a movie called Muhammad, you ever heard that movie Muhammad Rasulullah? They always showed you his followers dressed in all white. Throughout the movie, all the people that opposed them from the different tribes of the Croatia and everything had on multicolors. Now they got scholars from different parts of the Arab world to come to do the script for that movie, Muhammad Rasulullah. And a lot of Muslims rejected the movie because they said they were going to depict an image of Rasulullah. They were so caught up on such tribute things, they didn't see that when they all got together on a subject, they came out with the followers of Muhammad all wore long white robes. Now you go to Saudi Arabia, they got on grey gray jumba or jalaabiyah. They got on green ones. Egypt, they got on plaid ones. Sudan, the sisters are wearing yellows and orange and speckles and but when they all came together on that movie, they all had enough sense to see that back in Muhammad's time, they wore white. Then they say they follow the example of Muhammad, and you go to a Sunni Muslim mosque for prayer, and everybody got on different colors. So when they cast you into triple darkness on the day of judgment, because then you won't be allowed into the kingdom, turn to Revelation. Now, what chapter were we just reading?
5: 22 in Matthew.
0: Now, that chapter... 22 of Matthew's mathematically, go to 21 of Revelation, because 22 (coughs) is the end of the world. That's the last book of Revelation. Go ahead, what do you read? I've read it a thousand times. It tells you about a new heaven coming down.
5: And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, Coming down from Allah, out of heaven. That's what Matthew 22 is talking about. This kingdom. Go ahead. Prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. See the
0: same words. Prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Go to Isaiah 62:5. It'll talk about the 144,000 and what they must be inside this new kingdom of heaven.
5: For as a young man marries a virgin, so shall thy sons marry thee. And as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall thy Creator rejoice over thee. <laughs> See how the scriptures all link right back in? Um, we told you that the 144,000 are going
0: to have to be virgins. Not defiled by the holland. Have not drunk of the wrath of the fornications of the holland. we got to raise those kids that way. You can't do that outside. You're a young man with a happy business. If things are going right, what happens when your wife has kids and you got them out of the world? And they get tempted by the delicacies of this holland and of the book of 18. And you've corrupted their life because you have an opportunity to make your children pure. Stop thinking so much about yourselves and what you want and start thinking about the future of our world. Because it's in your hands. The Arabs can't do nothing. They want a modern eye. They want more modern cars and technology in Arabia and Sudan and Egypt. They don't want Islam. They don't want Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They don't want to worship. They want discotheques and new movies and modern hotels and all kinds of things like that. They have turned away from the path of Allah. It's in your hands to revive it. And you're messing around stalling while time is running out.
5: Read on. Back of Revelations. Yes, 21. You mm. should be at verse 3. Right. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of Allah is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and Allah himself shall be with them and I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his creator, and he shall be my son. But the fearful, and the unbelieving, and the abominable, and the murderers, and the whoremongers, and the sorcerers, and the idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And there came unto me one of the seven angels which had the seven veils, Full of the seven last plagues and talks with me, saying, Come hither. I will show thee the bride, the lamb's wife. Yeah, it goes right back to the same thing. It keeps repeating itself. So it tells
0: you it's the marriage is about, but yet you'll still, you'll come to the marriage, you'll come to the classes, and still refuse to put on your wife. Come unprepared to the wedding. Knowing better. Jump from that to Revelation 22, the end of the world.
5: And he showed me a pure river of water of life.
0: In Islam, we call this kotar. Multiple times in the Qur'an, Allah Ta'ala speaks about a country in Paradise under which beneath flows rivers. So the Qur'an begins to explain these rivers when the Bible stops here. It is the end of the Bible. And that's how you know the Qur'an was a continuation. Because in the Qur'an, whenever it describes Paradise, it picks up this philosophy. It picks up this doctrine, this fact. And makes it clear go ahead
5: clear as crystal the crystal clear. proceeding out of the throne of Allah and That's right of the Quran and of the lamb in the midst of the street of it and on either side of the river was there the tree of life which bare twelve manner of fruit and yield her fruit every month and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations and there shall be no more curse but the throne of Allah and of the Lamb shall be in it. And his servants shall serve him, and they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads, and there shall be no <clears throat> no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the creed of Allah giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. And he said unto me, These sayings are faithful and true, and the Lord of the Holy Prophet, the Lord the creator of the Holy prophets, sent his angel to show unto his servants the things. quick correct. Stop right there. not correct. I want to point out something. Make
0: note that in this last chapter of Revelation, they're talking about the Lamb in number one. And then by the time they get down to number six, they say His holy prophets. Right? No. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Paul, none of these men were prophets. It's not talking about what they came out to teach. They're talking about what the prophets, Muhammad, Moses, Abraham, Isaac, David, Solomon, Lot, with these men, Jacob, Ishmael, what they were teaching.
5: We Repeat that one again. And he said unto me, These sayings are faithful and true. And the Lord, our creator of the holy prophets, sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly, come, shortly be done. Now stop and go back to Revelation chapter 1
0: so we can find out about this statement. After the prophethood is finished, the last
5: thing to come to man will be an angel. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which the Lord gave unto him, to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. You
0: see, that's the exact same thing what's in the first book of the Revelation, it's the exact same verse that's in the last book of the Revelation. To show man that nothing has been taken away from this. Nothing has been removed from this. This final revelation for Jesus. Go ahead. And Number seven. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecies of this book, you see? Not the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Not of Corinthians and Galatians. But of this book, the book of Revelation. And they you know they do in number seven, the first line. Does anybody have a, a Bible with two colors in it? You know the red and black lettering? Does anybody in there have it?
5: Anybody have a King James Version?
0: You notice Ray. that the first thing, behold, I come quickly, is in red. And they say that all those things said in red come from Christ, the Messiah, Jesus. Right?
1: Uh-uh.
0: Right there then, when he said, Behold, I come quickly, he's talking. Then he said, "Blessed is he that keepeth the saying of what?
5: Of this book.
0: Not of Matthew, of Mark, book. Luke, and John, and Galatians, and Hebrews, all the books that they made up after that. Jesus is telling people to keep the prophecies of the book of Revelation. the Ingeal, his book. How do you know it's his book? Revelation chapter one tells you it's his book. Read it. This is the revelation of Jesus the Messiah, which the Lord gave unto him to show unto his people or his servants things which must shortly come to pass. Right? No. Uh-huh. And sent it and
5: Signified by an
0: angel. Right <laughs> here he repeats it, and he said unto me, these things are faithful and true, and the sustainer of law of the Holy Prophet sent his angel to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass, confirming it. Then he said, Behold, I come quickly. Why? Because Islam believed that in the latter day the Messiah Jesus would return. They acknowledge it throughout their hadith. If you ask any Muslim from any part of the world, they say yes. Jesus is going to return, the Messiah and the, the world. First the Mahdi would come and then the Messiah. Well the Mahdi, Muhammad Ahmed, has already come into Sudan in 18th century, 1845 to 1888. He's already been here. And Islam and the Islamic world knows the Messiah is coming. Well, Jesus said right there, I'll come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecies of this book. Not of any other book there. Only the Injil of the Quran mentioned. It doesn't mention nothing about the books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Go ahead. What else?
5: And, and I, and John, saw these things. And And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel, which showed me these things. Now, not Jesus. John was
0: supposed to believe. This is John, one of Jesus' disciples. He was supposed to believe that no one should be worshipped but Jesus, according to them, right? Uh No. Yet, he fell at the angel's feet to worship. That could not have been a part of their doctrine back then, to worship Jesus. That couldn't have been otherwise John, receiving the revelations for Jesus, was so disobedient that he fell at the feet of an angel to worship him? He didn't know he couldn't do that? He was told only to worship Jesus? No way you can't get to the heavens except by Jesus? He didn't know the difference between Jesus and his angel? Of course he did. This angel walked him through the revelations and showed him Jesus in his glory. So he knew the difference.
5: Go ahead. Then says he unto me, See thou do it not. Meaning don't worship me. For I am thy fellow servant and of thy brethren the prophets and of them which keep the saying of the He this said that
0: there's book. an angel telling him that I am a human being and of the lineage of the prophets. Now that's a strange angel, isn't it? Most angels come straight from heaven. This angel tells this man John. That I am of the prophet. I am from the family line of the prophet. I am your fellow servant. I am a Muslim too. I have to pray too. Don't worship me. I know the incident happened. I saw it.
5: Go ahead. And of them which keep the sayings of this book, Worship Allah. Which book? Revelation.
0: Oh, oh, I thought you meant Matthews, Mark, Luke, and John.
5: No, this is a single. Don't say to keep the properties of those books. Go ahead. And he said unto me, seal not the sayings of the prophecies of this book. Don't hide the, the meaning of this book, the book of Revelation. He keeps telling you the last book for what book to follow. Go ahead. For the time is at hand. Okay. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And
0: I told you back in Isaiah, righteousness is putting on that garb. Putting on that garb of righteousness. That's what it says. Go
5: ahead. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to
0: the now, of life. Now Jesus is saying, he was here at the beginning and he'll be here at the end. But then he ends up by saying in fourteen. Not blessed are they that do my commandments. Blessed are they
5: that do his
0: commandments. His commandments. He's still giving honor to the Heavenly Father. Even in the last book of Revelation. He didn't say blessed are they who do my will. Blessed are they who praise me. Blessed are they who get to heaven by me. He said blessed are they that do his Meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Heavenly Father's commandments. What well, commandments? The commandments of the scriptures. Go
5: ahead that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gate. Now, what's so important about the tree of life?
0: Go back to Genesis. We'll see what's so important about the tree of life. Go all the way back to Genesis chapter three, Uh verse 21.
5: Unto Adam also and to his wife did Allah make coats of skins and clothed them. The importance of clothes
0: and having their bodies covered again is here. And then what he said?
5: And the law said, Behold, the man has become as one of us.
0: Now that the man has violated the laws of heaven and betook it of the fruit, he has become like one of us,
5: what? To know good and evil. He knows right and wrong. And now, at least he put forth his hand, and take also of the tree of life, and eat, and live forever. So what is the tree of life a symbol of? Life everlasting, life Revelation
0: 22, 14 tells you that that tree of life will give you eternal life. You will live forever. Because man has now got willpower and he is doing evil, put him out of this garden so he doesn't betake of this tree and
5: live forever. Go all the way back to Revelation 22, 14, and let's see what they say. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life. So now
0: in being obedient to the commandments and following the prophecies of this book, what is he giving us back? He's giving us back right to the tree of life given us that right to eternal life to live forever, and the Bible teaches. Go ahead. And
5: many entered in through the gates into the city. What city? Christmas
0: city. The tabernacle of the Most High. He didn't say sit there and wait for something to come out of heaven. He told you to walk into these gates, come inside the city. <laughs> Go
5: ahead. For without our dogs. That's right. And sorcerers. You
0: listen hard enough, you hear bars in this neighborhood. Sorceress just means devil worship and demonology, the pentagram, all kind of satanic worship. If you don't believe me, get off in West Forth and walk around a village one day. you see devil worship is proud of it. All your rock groups and hot metal groups and...
5: Go ahead. And whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever lovers. Poor Catholics don't know they're idol worshipers, you know.
0: The average Mohammedan Muslim doesn't know they're an idol worship. They don't know they're worshiping Mohammed. They just added his name in every prayer and every door and everything they do, they don't know they're worshiping him. They're the idlers. They're going to hell too. He just call
5: themselves Muslims. Okay. And whosoever loveth and maketh a lie, I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches.
0: And that's who we're here. Not in the synagogues no more, because the, the synagogues was over in Judea. <clears throat> Not over there no more. We're over here. In the book of St. John, chapter 16, verse 1, he says that his disciples back then are going to be put out of the synagogue. Right?
5: No.
0: But over here, Jesus said, I sent my angel to testify in the churches. I'm coming to you Christian people who are inside churches worshiping statues and idols and demons and thinking you're worshiping the Heavenly Father.
5: I'm reaching in the the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star that's because they say that he had
0: prevailed because no one was worthy to open the seal that would they say the root of David prevailed to open and loose the seal thereof that matches Daniel's also Go
5: ahead. and the spirit and the bride say
0: we're we talking about again a bride and the dress of 144,000 the cloak that the Lord put on him back in Genesis the wearing of the white, covering the body up, the woman with the veil, like she's prepared for the wedding, getting ready for the new city to come down. What did Jesus say in the Lord's Prayer? Say the first couple of verses of the Lord's Prayer.
5: Our Father, who art in heaven, holy is Thy name. Go ahead. Thy kingdom come. Thy, thy will be kingdom
0: done. come. Thy will be done, where? On earth. He said the kingdom of heaven was going to come down to earth for you, and He's telling you how to look when it comes. Be prepared, He says. Be adorned like a bride. How does a bride dress?
5: long white dress, the
0: white veil. That's the sin law over the whole world. Ain't got nothing to do with religion. The Buddhists do that. Go ahead.
5: And let him that heareth say, come. And let him that is a thirst, come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto these things, Allah shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book.
0: Now, that's what John says who was guided by the angel, Mikael, right up to the churches of the present day. No. They're talking about what Paul said, and what Paul said, and what Paul said, and they're adding to the book. They're adding to this book. Jesus said, get your knowledge out of this book. Out of the book of revelations about him. His book. The book. Not the book. Not the disciples. The prophet. The prophecies. He said he did not come to change the Lord Moses, but to fulfill it. Not alter it, not modernize it, not change it. Men are altering it. You got these fake preachers and teachers, these antichrists, who are going around in Jesus' name, like he said they were, preaching in his name. You got Muslims going out preaching in Muhammad's name, and they're the biggest demons in the world. Cigarettes smoking, they're not dressed in the garb of a bride. Go ahead.
5: And an empty man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, the Lord shall take away his part out of the book of life, and out of the holy city, and from the things which are written. If they
0: take your name out of the book of life, which is a link to the tree of life, you do not have eternal life. When death comes to you, you will die. (coughs) You will not be transformed into a spiritual being. You will not be made back into the form of an angel.
5: Go ahead. He which testifies these things. surely I come quickly. Amen. That's the end of the book.
0: Now they add a little chapter. So even so, come Lord. Now this is not Jesus, see, because Jesus just ended and said, Amen. Amen. Then someone did exactly what he said don't do. They said, well, come on, Lord. And that's what preachers do. They quote the Bible, then they add their opinion. The Bible just said, Amen. Then they said, even so, come Lord Jesus.
5: The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. they
0: put another amen.
5: They added another verse. Two
0: amens in one book. Jesus said, don't add to the book. Don't add to the prophecy. And in the end of the same book, what did the, they do?
5: Add another verse.
0: So, all those men have been cut away from the tree of life. Don't be looking for Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in heaven because you're not going to see them. And Paul is in hell already. So you ain't going to worry about him. Now, what's the next chapter of this book?
5: Quran.
0: So I mean, what's the next chapter? Is there Revelation 23 here? No. So the book ended, right. right. And in the last chapter, he told us what books to rely on, which is the book, this book, this prophecy, this book, this prophecy, the prophet, not my disciples, not my apostles, this book, this prophecy, the book, the prophecy. But men, right after this, made their own books, their own prophets, their own disciples, their own apostles, and had deceived the whole world in the name of Jesus Christ. They went out into the world and deceived everybody using Christ's name. And then when that comforter did come, who Jesus said he would send, which was Muhammad, they didn't accept Ahmed. Jesus said, I will send a comforter. That's the Holy Spirit. He said, even the Holy Spirit Look at St. John chapter 15, the last verse. Because people just be talking. Read it. 15 or
5: 16? The last verse is 15. Last verse in 15. And ye also shall bear witness, because ye have been with me from the beginning.
0: Now go back and read 26. But when the comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father with the word. Even
5: the spirit of truth.
0: Even, the comforter is not the Holy Spirit. He will be accompanied by the Holy Spirit. Even the Holy Spirit. or even the Spirit of truth which proceedeth from the Father. So just like when Jesus was baptized and the Spirit proceeded out of heaven and came down upon Him and He became anointed as a Savior to the world, but this other comforter will Where's the teacher, the angels came down. All of the angels came down from heaven that night. And that was the teachers in the night of power of the Quran. So it says, and Aruhu was there. Who is Aruhu? The Holy Spirit. Ruhu Kudus they call it. So Muhammad himself was the Ahmed or the comforter. And he, too, had the Holy Spirit come down to him on the 19th night of the month of Ramadan. And he was filled of the Holy Spirit. This is the Comforter that Jesus said. Read it again.
5: But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of Truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me.
0: And Muhammad, wallahi, in the Quran, Jesus is mentioned more than any other prophet. Muslims don't say that, you know. I don't think most of them even know it. Jesus is called the Word of Allah. He's called the Spirit of Allah. He's called the Messiah from Allah. <laughs> he spoke from the cradle. He will speak in youth and in old age. He performed miracles. He, he turned a bird into life, prepared a table of food for nothing. He was born a mother who conceived through the Holy Spirit. Blessed Mother Mary, Jesus is the only prophet in the whole Qur'an that glorified that much. The Qur'an of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala glorified Jesus, glorified His holy name. One place they call Him Al-Masihah, other place they call Him Isa, the Savior. They got His name glorified, the Messiah, the Savior. The Qur'an is glorifying these holy name like the prophecy says. And then
5: it says, "Lastly, what? And ye shall also, I'm sorry, and ye also shall bear witness."
0: Stop. What did Muhammad come and tell us to take? Shahada. What do we say? Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. I bear witness. <laughs> the first thing every Muslim says. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. I bear witness that nothing would exist if Allah didn't create it. Is that what it says right there? Uh-huh. And ye shall bear witness. Because ye have been with me from the beginning. You know that Jesus is the Messiah. You know he is the Savior. Muslims try to play dumb to that. Then if you read number 16 of St. John's, which y'all can do on your own, it'll reiterate the whole stuff of coming up the comfort of.
4: Uh, When you said uh, we should wear white. Now, in my case, if I come to work in white, I have no more job. Plain and simple. The minute I show up, you're
0: going to say, go. Well, let's see what Matthew chapter 6 says about that. It's going to talk about, it's going to speak about people worrying about what they're going to eat and what they're going to drink. And from
5: wherewith are they going to be clothed? Go ahead. You know what I'm going to do, you, right? Yeah, you want me to get that one, pick up from there where it speaks to that? Or? Yeah, go to the one where it speaks to that. Okay. This is me, Lost My rain. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust does corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Where neither moth nor rust does corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The light of the body is the eye. See
0: what if you just said? If you start worrying about how you're going to feed yourself, that's where your heart's going to be. At your job, at your work, that's where 24 of uh, the saved Matthews chapter 6 verse 24 says no man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one. He'll hold on to one of his, he'll hold on to something like his job and
5: despise the other. The next
0: thing a white man tell you is you can't have off Friday to come to Juma, a Friday assembly. That's the next thing. You can't be off on Friday. And the Quran tells you that you must leave all work and come to the prayer on Friday. Then you have a choice between what Allah commands you to do and what the devil. And the Quran tells you, the devil said, I'm going to get them. I'm going to lie away because I'm going to make evil fair seeming to them. I'm going to get all of them ill al Except the, except the pure ones. everybody else I'm going to get. Because I'm going to tempt them and they're going to fall. And they get us. He'll make us offers of money, wealth, success, all kind of things. Go ahead on.
5: <clears throat> the light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thine whole body shall be full of light.
0: Stop looking from the two physical eyes and start looking from that one third eye, the single eye, the spiritual eye. When you start looking from the spiritual eye, then your body is full of pure light. As long as you're looking from those physical eyes, you're only going to see things that you can see, hear, taste, smell, and feel. Material wealth, material gain, a better paint job, a better car, a better house, better looking clothes. If you look from the spiritual eye, the third eye, the single eye, your life will be on the inside. The body will
5: become the temple,
0: and you will furnish it with
5: beautiful things from the scriptures. Go ahead. But if thine eye be evil, that whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve Allah and mammon. Mammon means wealth. Go ahead. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought of your life.
0: Don't think about
5: your life. What ye shall eat. Where's your food going to come from? Or what ye shall drink. Where you going to get your drink from? Nor yet for your body. What you should put on. Don't worry about your clothes. How you going to get clothes? Is not the life more than meat? Isn't life eternal more than the food it's eating? And the body than raiment? And the purified body more than the garb that you wear? Behold. Behold the fowls of the air. For they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them.
0: You don't see no birds planting no food and going out with plows and digging them up do you. But the heavenly Father provides for them. Go ahead. Are
5: you not, are you not much better than they? Because didn't he
0: create you as a guardian over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over everything that creepeth upon earth? Did the Bible say that? No. He provides for them, but man doesn't want to be provided for by him.
5: Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubic unto his stature?
0: And even if you think you can do something to help yourself, (laughs) or you can change the course of nature, you can't anyway, he says.
5: And why, and why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spend.
0: What is this about, I like nice yellow outfits and plaid dogs. I like beautiful colored things. Why must I wear bland white? That's what people think. Why? I mean, in Africa we wore loud colors and pretty flowers. He said, what are you worried about? I gave the colors to the lilies of the field. (laughs) What about your ravens? Better put on white Stop i 29.
5: And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these.
0: Even Solomon, as rich as he was, and I don't care how many movies they depict him as wearing a bunch of colors, Solomon wore a plain white White robe and was one of the richest men in the whole world. You understand that? But he didn't have on a bunch of plaids and golds today. He put on a robe for the priest. He put on a dress for the temple, but he wore white.
5: 30. Wherefore, if Allah law so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? He says he lets roses
0: blossom and make them beautiful. Makes grass grow and makes it beautiful just for a seasonal thing. You're not seasonal. Wouldn't if he loved them, wouldn't he even love you? Go ahead. Therefore But he calls a little he says oh, yeah, oh, a little, little faith. Because we don't put our faith in the Allah, or Heavenly Father. We put our faith in our job and in our career and in our country and our economic position and our bank accounts and all of that. That's what he says. We don't have no faith in him.
5: We have faith in in, in ourselves, really. Go ahead. Therefore, take no thought. Saying what shall we eat? Like the brother said, where y'all get your food from? <laughs> Go ahead, and? Or, what shall we drink? Well, I, I, I see there's a lot of people here. I don't know how you provide for all these people. <laughs> or, where shall we be clothed? <laughs> for after all these things do the Gentiles seek.
0: Now, if you read the Bible about people in the book of Revelation, about the tabernacle and who's in the tabernacle and who's not in the tabernacle, and it says, give me a read and the rod account. count. You know what you'll find out? It tells you right there that people who don't want to be in the temple of giving themselves to Gentiles. Then it tells you right here that the Gentiles are the ones who seek all those things. I can't live in that, man. I can't live like this. I gotta have what I feel like eat. I wanna eat when I wanna eat. I wanna go do what I feel like doing. When you talk to people who have gossip, ain't that what they say? Man, the community you can't do what you wanna do and you can't go home when you feel
5: like going. In. Go ahead. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. Allah knows what
0: we need. He'll provide for us a weekend bread. He'll tell you. But
5: seek ye first the kingdom of Allah and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Don't start stacking money and accumulating
0: wealth for morphs. It tells you right about some morphs and things. Stop worrying about that stuff. Enter the tabernacle, put your faith in the law, and he'll provide for you. Everything else, he does it for every other creature. He does it for every other animal. He does it for everything he created. He Man is making his own problems because he thinks he can provide for himself. Okay?
4: All right. You ought to all my questions. Thank you. I have a question uh, concerning Nukar uh, Nakir. Uh, Go on. Yes. I'm a little confused about Mukar and Nakir. Mm-hmm. What what are they supposed to do?
5: Okay, I don't have the answer to that question. Asked,
0: I, what do you mean what are they supposed to do? <laughs> okay. I don't understand right. what he These are two angelic beings right that visit men in the grave. This is a, this is from the writings of Rasulullah Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This is the thing that he taught that when man passes on from this state to the next state, which is which commonly referred to as death, that there be two angels that will visit them when they're in the grave and ask them questions concerning tawhid to see whether or not they can answer them. But that, that's, you know, that's basically it. that's recorded on them. So um, who makes the final judgment as to who, who will go to heaven and hell? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not, not the angel Israel. No, the angel Israel, or Israel is merely the angel of death. He, he's the soul collector because he was there when man's body was shaped in the garden. From the dust of the ground, when Allah blew the spirit into man and man became a living soul, Israel was that angel used to do that. So he will be there when each soul leaves the body. He will not make the decision as to who will go into paradise and who will go into hell. He has no, nothing to do with it whatsoever like it's like in the book of Revelation at the end of it when John tries to bow down to the feet of the angel Michael he says to him, what Tell him not to bow down because I am your fellow servant in tribulations in other words from yawm al-akhiri man and angel both will stand before Allah angels are not above men in the eyes of Allah there's, um,
4: there's a prophet um, who, who was teaching the prophet Elijah And this prophet was um, living up in the mountains and uh, in the desert.
0: So my question is, uh, who was
4: this prophet?
0: The prophet who was teaching Elijah. Right. Now you gotta you gotta get that straight because we have Elias, Elijah. We have about five or six different men. Elijah. I know, but there's, there's more than one because Elijah taught somebody named Elias. And I'm saying, and when they translate these names, they all come out to be the same person. The prophet Elijah himself was what they refer to like a Nazarite. He belonged to the Nazarite type of doctrine, much like John the Baptist. Why John the Baptist was his second portion of the spirit. They call him Elijah, they call him elia they call him Elias. We find basically his story in the first book of Kings, right? And the second book of Kings. So that's why I say we have to know which one. There was Elijah of the tribe of Benjamin you know about him? That's found in the first Chronicles 8, 27, and in Matthew they talk about him, so it's very different. As to which Elijah, Elijah is a very touchy subject in the scripture, believe me or not, he's one of those special special, uh, prophets. (laughs) Alhamdulillah <laughs> Rabbil Alamin, Alhamdulillah Waaliyal Kareem, Wa Sallallahu Ala Ilmin Ajmaeen al Masih Wal Mahkum Wal Mujaddad Lamam Mursaleen
6: Abadan
0: Are we not the bearers of witness that nothing would exist if Allah did not create it and that he is alone and has no part. and that all gratitude is for Allah subhanahu Wa Ta'ala the sustainer of all the boundless universe. All gratitude is for Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, the generous eternal friend. And send salutations of Allah on all of his prophets and his apostles. And on the Messiah, the anointed one. And on the Mahdi the Guide, And on the Mujaddid, the reformer, which was all sent from Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. We send greetings and we send peace Throughout the boundless universe To all Assalamu alaikum Wa rahmatullahi ta'ala Wa barakatuh
6: The Man of the Hour Airing seven days a week At 4pm Eastern Standard Time On WGAG Radio
0: By the time the Hebrews
5: got it. There again, What's the question? What is the question. What is the question? Hey, uh, how
3: do
0: you prove the existence of the Most High and the Elohim? All right. First of all, when we introduce the word Most High, uh, in our in our run of time, we have several different languages that we deal with. Uh, for instance, in the ancient Milwaukee, which is called pon today, the word means went on high. By the time the Hebrews got it, it became Iliun. By the time the Soretic or Muslims got it, it became Aliyun. Right? It changes accordingly. And what it implies is that the L, if you can do that in, uh, uh, let's say, if you look at it in levels of height, then you say the most high is that thing that is what? The highest. Which puts it in, rest in in levels with other beings. So in order for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Muslims say, to be the Most High and Ayu, then there must be other beings that he was weighed against to attain that position. You follow that? That's what I try to explain to the Muslim world. When they say Allahu and Ayu, one of his attributes, Allah is the Most High, or Allah is the Highest. You have to say Highest of who or what? How you become the highest of something, unless there's something compatible to you, or something that was a challenge to you, and you have what? Overcoming. You understand what I'm saying? So when Melchizedek, the way the Bible translates the name, met Abraham, right? He taught Abraham about Iliun, Iliun, El in the Torah. Right, the most high, the highest, because Ibrahim or Abraham or Abraham, the letters came again, was already worshiping as a Chaldean. He already had a religion. He already prospered. He goes to the Torah or Tanakh. To they tell you that he fell on his face and he prayed before those Hittites. When he was buying a tomb for his wife. Right? You follow that? So he understood prostration already. So he understood prayer already. <coughs> but... Melchizedek had to come and tell him, get back to the worship of Anu. Now, why would I say Anu when they use Iliun, Iliun, El, in a Torah or a Torah? Because Melchizedek was not a Hebrew. When Melchizedek was speaking, he was speaking as Melchizedek, he was speaking as a Hebrew. We say Melchizedek, an angel who is sin who is righteous or or justified, who deals just. So he wasn't speaking as a Hebrew, or a Israelite, or a Muslim. He was speaking as a Chaldean. You follow that? Meaning, he was speaking to Abraham, who your Bible says was a? Chaldean. Or a Chaldea. They also say he was Aramian, What they use in the Kana is the word Syrian. But if you look into the Hebrew, of in the list, you'll find the word Aramian. Of Aram, from Genesis 10. So all these people were speaking one of the dialects that was given to man. You with me? And so he was speaking to Abraham before Abraham became a Hebrew. The word Hebrew, simply it means, or in Arabic, means to cross from one place to another. To cross over the Tigris Euphrates. He was going to the furthest point of our land. When I say our land, let me make myself clear. There's a long story from Mosiah to bring it down to Moses. Our land extended from the other side of the Persian Gulf coming westward all the way to California. You know, there was no Red Sea or reef Sea. Right? Bahra, because Bahra, Bahra. There was none there there was no Atlantic Ocean. Continental drift and continent drift resulted in land masses moving. Thus, there was no Africa. There was no separation called South America. All those pieces of land, when pushed back together, will give you one bland spot of water in the center. land spot today is off the coast of what they call Bermuda. You with me? Was all all part of what what the ancients called the Yucatan. Beneath the Bermuda is now what they refer to as the Bermuda Triangle. A magnetic field. That was the capital of our kingdom. That took place in Sumer and Egypt and this land, the land of the some call it a maxim, from the word Mexico. That's just one of the names. All of that was called Genewa. Genewa is what we call it. And we're sectioning it off in the top, based on the people of Abed. I don't want to go too far from Mosiah, so I'll come back around, that's <laughs> why later. So when Abraham taught, started his journey, he encountered a man who the Bible cannot account for genealogy speaking, a man called Melchizedek the man is also mentioned in Moses' time the man is also mentioned in the book of Hebrew in Jesus' time as being after the order of Melchizedek you this was of course an incarnated being we do believe in reincarnation and incarnation was, now, Muslims will tell you they don't believe in reincarnation. Christians will tell you they don't believe in reincarnation, right? But then they'll tell you, Jesus died, went to heaven, and he's coming back. <laughs> 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 Talk to me then. That's, That's not reincarnation, what is <laughs> Jesus died, went to heaven, and came back. Lazarus died, went into a tomb, was wrapped, buried, spiced. Jesus came three and a half days later and called Lazarus back to life, back in the same cardinal, cardinal body. What is that? That re-in cardinal body, reincarnation.
1: Um,
0: all right, so we have a being, Melchizedek. <laughs> Who reincarnates from body to body. He comes at a crucial time amongst his own. <coughs> Raise up for, you, for amongst you. But the key word in that last one was, out of the east unto the west. You with me? All right. Now certain groups of people would like to make you think their leader or their teacher is that man when they were born here in America. Make a plan. Whether it be San Diego, Georgia, or North Carolina, or Jamaica, West Indies, have named three prominent brothers who I love dearly. They were all born here. And I had to, I had to do this book. <laughs> Postgraduate lesson. I had to do this book. Jeff Daru versus Master W.D. Fahad. Because they at one point were saying that this man, Master Farah Muhammad, Fahad Muhammad, Fahad Muhammad, Fahad Muhammad, Fahd Muhammad, Muhammad, or whatever way they want to spell his name, was the most high amongst you, the wisest amongst you. And because they said he came from the East, he started to fit the mold of the prototype that would come to save his people, save those which were lost. But it says in Matthew, you will come out of the east unto the west." So shall the coming of the Son of Man be. He be born there and come here. I was born in Nubia. Tried and proven. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, the Muslims call upon. While we were in the school of Islam, and I was dressed as this everybody's time, put me in a position where I was the most hated, dark-skinned, olive-toned, Islamic teacher in America. I was the most criticized. I was the most critiqued. They were asking me questions about who makes up my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Who cuts the lettuce in the pot in my house or my salad? Where's my mother? Who is my mother? Where is my father? Who is my father? Where were you born? When did you take your Shahada? How long have you been a Muslim? Are you Sudanese? Are you American? Are you Dr. Yalta, disco singer? Are you Imam Aisha? Are you Rabboni Yashua? Do you call yourself Christ? Do you say you are God? Questions, they they didn't dare ask any of the other leaders. I I ain't never heard nobody yet ask Mr. Louis Farrakhan about his private life. But me, I was put to test, tried and proved. And I had to prove it by producing documents. So the Sunni Muslims went out and said, oh man, we know him. That's Dr. York. His name is uh, Dwight. He was born in Brooklyn somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that guy? So I went on back to Sudan, Belady, Bachuzum, Jihad and got my birth certificate. Had to go back to the files and hunt it down. Because I was born in 1945 when they did everything by hand. There wasn't no computers. I can't tell you what I had to go through the hall of records. But as an enclave, the most recognized clan in Sudan, it made it easy. And with Sayyid Sadiq, the prime minister standing beside me, it made it a little easier. What's it called have cost you. So, I went and got the birth certificate, and I printed a book, and I said, here's my birth certificate. In the book. Oh, he made that up. <laughs> it got the seal of Sudan on it. He got the signature of the man who approved it. When I had to get, because so you have to get a photo oh, of that copy, not giving the original originally because with a seal. Oh, he made that up. I know, and I know a brother named Lufman, like, who was in the to 19, 65 or uh, 55 when he took his Shahada. I was there. I had to go into the files of records and shut out was dead now. I had to get back in touch with Mullah Khadijah's wife at the Islamic Mission of America 140 feet, A Street in Brooklyn and get inside the files and pull out my identification card. Can you say that? And it showed June 12th, 19... 19- 57 Chef Daoud gave me my car. Most of the guys who were asking me the question were babies at the time recipe.
1: <laughs> when
0: I was in State Street under a Moroccan born Chef Daoud. As we called it. Born in Morocco. So they say Chef Daoud was born in the Caribbean. That's why I put these books up. Because he gave me the information. With me? Because I had to establish in this latter day and time who the most high is amongst us. That most high is like the Freemasons. they the highest degree of information. In this Islamic world, they say the imam is the smartest person in the mosque who knows the most Quran and in their case the most hadith or sunnah who's best at fit or oh, what the nice fancy Arabic words. Whoever knows the most becomes the Imam of Imams, which would make him the highest of the Imams. The grand master, the grand potentate, becomes the highest figure in the large under the G, which stands for the grand architect of the universe. And the Grand Master who stands in the lodge with two seats beside him and sits on that throne becomes a representative to you of the most God Himself in person. That's why they call him what? The Grand Master of the Lodge. So the most high has to verify to prove that they have what? The most knowledge. The most wisdom and the most understanding to give you an (laughs) understanding. Not just knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. I saw knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. I heard knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. And I listened to knowledge, wisdom, and understanding being taught to my people for years. And I thought it was necessary. Because it is necessary to go to kindergarten before you go to the university. It was all necessary. Well, but to verify the existence of the Most High to you and to me is a board trip. You want it? It's a board trip. I'll spare a second, You got the names, el and Adi, right? And Anu. The board trip starts with three levels. this is level three two and level one this level here is earth I'm sorry this level here is deep this is earth and what is this for me God you want to say heaven I know (laughs) heaven is a Latin word haven it also implies a docking point in a marina. This is why. In Islam, the first thing that was said to Muhammad 1400 years ago was, Ya Muhammad, ikra. Ikra, please. The first thing you find in the book of St. John is, in the beginning was a word. And the first thing that happens in Genesis is a conversation. They don't understand the key to unlocking all your problems is in language. But all the leaders won't take time to master the language. Something is key. We can't touch this. You know what with me? Now, in ancient Egypt, we have shoe. Right? We have Geth. And we have nun. But that, that, that's the deity of the sky, the deity of the earth, and the deity of the underworld, which becomes it when, when the uh, Greeks stole it and changed Hades, which is bought over to Hermes, they also changed all the names. And they changed, this here to Zeus, this here, the earth, uh, I'm sorry, the feast of Poseidon, and the earth, where they call the earth Hades. Hades, which is the word they use by right hell, So, the deities in the sky and Poseidon, the deity beneath the water. You with me? If you want to walk it now, I'll walk you right across the
1: <laughs> If you want
0: to walk it, but it works. And I want you to try to prove it wrong. That's I my plan. Alright? I can take this out in many cultures and give you many different names. But that would lose you and waste time. What I want to take you to is the reality that every culture and all cultures acknowledge this state here, the Most High. The Greeks call it Theos. That's the word in your Bible in Greek for God. Theos, And it's running synonymous with Elohim, the way they use it. But they have also, the Lord. You got that? It's Theos. That's the Greeks. The Elohim is the more modern version, taken from Nephilim. Hebrew word Nephilah to come down. Genesis six. The Nephilim as as we call Nephilim. Or the word Japher from Japhereans, from Gibor, from the mighty ones. Also they used in there where the word algebra comes from but so that's before the muslims but it's in the Torah in Genesis chapter 6 as before. so so not some guy did not invent algebra who was just some muslim all that happened before islam most of the time when the muslims are telling you about the accomplishments of muslims they're talking about pre-islamic times they say mathematics was created by muslims the cycle was created by muslims they're talking about So-called Arabs before the coming of Muhammad, so it had nothing to do with Islam. It had to do with the Arabs who lived in Arabia before Muhammad was even born. Muslims, since they've been here, hasn't invented nothing but terrorism and confusion because the religion of Islam confines the mind to the Quran and Hadith. It doesn't open up for science. I taught. Islam for 25 years. I a of I don't with what's going on. What's going That's English. Uh-huh. That was my name before English. So these teachers don't have a clue on what's really going on. I can start anywhere you want. But everybody recognizes the natural the Egyptians, the Nephilim, the so-called Hebrews, you follow that, the Febos, the Greeks, the Malaika, the Arabic, the upper angelic beings, or heavenly hosts. Do you understand?
2: understand?
0: And those beings descended down to earth. When they got here, they came here it was referred to as a ruah or Arusha. In a soul or spirit state, an etheric body. The essence of you when you look in a mirror long enough and you realize you're looking from the inside out at your body. If you don't believe me, try it. Stand in the mirror and stand and look at yourself and keep talking to yourself. And you get a realization that the real you is on the inside looking out. This body is a bacteria that plagues the soul, the essence of you. In your Bible it says, man, what? I shake man dust the ground and breathe in the the breath of life and then he came up, he came up.
1: the
0: living part of you is called Navish Hayim or Hayat, the life force, language is key. You understand me? So you descended down But before you came down, the being from above on high, I knew, he knew my English, went on high, said, if you stay on earth too long, you're going to lose contact with your divinity. You're going to become Lord by the attraction of this physical world. You understand? So two schools of thought exist, the greater and the lesser mysteries you stay with me. Come on with me here we go the greater mysteries teach as Yeshua Asa Jesus Sananda, Camus, whatever name you want to give them or whatever cult they get that your path is back to the bosom of the Father he says he says I am the way, the truth, and the life. no one gets to the Father but by me that he was merely the chauffeur to the father. You follow that? But then he said, I am the father all one. When you see me, you see the father. And I am not greater than you. And you'll even do greater wonders than I. Right. And I got to go prepare a place for you that where I may be, you may...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So certain men, all women, and all women are destined for a journey from here back to the bosom of the Most High. And certain men and or women are destined to stay here and worship. Some beings are perfecting themselves to become God, and other beings will always worship God. People of the lesser mysteries are the religious people. They worship God in spirit and in truth, away from themselves. People of the greater mysteries are like the uncut stone, it's on that side, ashla, that becomes cut to become a perfect stone, become a part of the building block of the most high and Buddhist. You with me? Some of you here are of the lesser mysteries, and some of you here are of the higher mysteries. You have people who grab the higher mysteries and play games with them. I heard a brother say, and it, it threw me off a little bit. He said, um, Allah means I so A-L-L-A-H. Now I heard the five uh, percent use it, and I know that they stole it from the more Science Number, whether they want to admit it or not. Sorry to me. But the sad thing of it is, if you want the cube, you want me to play the game with anybody else. Come on with it. Come on with it. it was, I'm saying that because, sometimes we tell the cube is bitter to people. And they get mad at you, but if they don't really want to hear the whole truth. They want to hear what the man puts in books. So they got their real good at referring to white man books. And quoting his books against anything a newbie has to say. I'll take you directly to the language so you can see it, so we can dispel this part of the spell right now. Come on with it. You with me? Come on with
1: it.
0: This word is... Say, Raos. I can write it with Ali, or I can write it with Tuba. Raos. And it means, head in Arabic. This word is And it means arm in Arabic. This word is And it means leg in Arabic. The ancient language as well as it is Now, If we're saying we are Asiatics, right? And that the mother language was Arabic, correct? And then we make references to phrases like, arm, leg, leg, arm, head, and say that we are right and exact, then that should match up in Arabic, not in English, a new language. Come on with it. English didn't even exist back then. we have got an Arabic name, Allah, And add on English words, arm, leg, leg, arm, head, and sound, head. You understand? The unification is here. The power to bring all those forces, all those incarnations into one being to come back out and solve the problem, whether you accept me or not. I'll tell you what that means. That means the abbreviation of that one, Darul, for arm and arm is uh, us which is equivalent to a th, and that is a ray or a rock, which is equivalent to an ara, and this would be another ara, and this one would be another th, and this would be another um, another ara. So the word is th ara ara th, not arm arm. <laughs> Go,
1: ahead,
0: yeah. Go ahead, These type of teachings must be stopped. By force, but by fact. Right. You got to learn this. So when someone gets up in front of you and pretends to know something, you get that hold of <laughs> That's not my <right>, knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> That's good information. Right. The kids might like it. It's kindergarten. You let know, kids in kindergarten play with toys, hand sign Simon Chan let them build blocks in a sense so they can build blocks. But it's not facts. And they say something like, Sam, I am, I am Sam. He said, well, okay. <laughs> <there anything> <laughs> now you walk down the street and Sam, I am, I am Sam. Somebody would understand what you're talking about. But that kindergarten never so he let Dr. Zeus, Zeus, get in, get in there. <laughs> 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 it doesn't frighten you. But now we are at the end of time when all the so-called great teachers have taught what they came to teach. They all have so-called finished what they say. Everything the nation of Islam is going to teach has been taught. Right. Everything that the good brother noble Juali himself was here to teach has been right. The same applies to the gods of the earth, Father said and etc.
5: And
0: as I watch with a keen eye, and all the teachings out there, I wait to hear that something new or that something special. Right. That would let me know that another God had incarnated I want to hear things that would cue in. That he is not or she is not trapped in the mind tetrahedron of persons, places, and things. And he's thinking outside of that realm. Which would tell me he's a visitor, not a resident. (laughs) He would do it a little differently. You understand me? I'll do it, do do it piece by piece. So this has got to go. (laughs) Has old information. I, self, Lord, and Master.
6: I, Anna,
0: Spell, Ness, Lord, Revis, and Qua, well, Master, Molai, okay? I, this is an A, it's an Alif. it's not an I, which will come off as an I, as in the name Esau. Where they write I-S-A. In their own books. Uh This is a different letter than the Arabic letter Ali. Just like in Hebrew, I write the Ali or I write the Ain. This is equivalent to the Ain and this is equivalent to the Ali, which which I'll get into L and Al for the most high again. So again we have Anna, I. All right. And all is in me. Not and the all is in me. So I am a part of the all. The all is a part of me. That's what they're saying. That's taking you to the next level of divinity. As a quantum existing being. You follow? Alright. So now, these being according to your Bible... Came down as he spoke about last week and was hovering above the water. You know what Genesis said? Amen. And the Spirit of God moved upon the surface of the water. God was not moving on the land. God was not standing on the land. God was moving on the surface of the water. You see why the Christians got that Jesus walk on water? Because <laughs> they had to try to make him look like God. You understand? Know they want to put his father out of position and put his son in, like all corporations do. <laughs> it did work. Now, but what did it say? Upon the face of the deep. That means the deep is dealing with the sea women yes. so some beings who were in the sea was looking up at the spirit of God moving across the water while land was still volvo and tofu as Hebrew puts it void and form. and darkness void and darkness so the planet was in a dark state because the sun's light could not get through you follow? And a dust cloud covered the planet. And certain beings called Elohim, which is a plural, which is a plural in Hebrew, Alif Lamet He Yad Mim. a plural being, the being, Elo, where Muslims get Allah. In plural, Allah, in the Quran, God, they came. You follow? They came and they looked at the condition of this once fertile place. That's why they said replenish, refill. They were going to fill it again. It's like when you have a swimming pool in your backyard. If and you dress it and prepare it in the summer, and when the winter comes, you cover it up in all kind of mildew comes. Come to season again, you got to clean it away, pull the cover off, let the sunlight come in, clean out the food, get all the mildew and the fungus out, put in fresh water and chemicals to make it usable again. God, you do it every time. You replenish that food. Right. <laughs> right. Is that not right? That's not That's right. right. The beings change. The Quran calls them the malayka, which is Allah or the Nephilians, or the Neptune, or the Shishoki, or the Kachina, whatever language you want to come from, you want to play native from America, we'll do that. You follow? Came down and saw the condition of the planet. But a being that was talking was looking from the bottom of the sea. Because he said, in the beginning. What? Let me stop right there. In the beginning. What does the word start with? I'm gonna give you all a secret that should be kept sacred. But I'm gonna give it to you. You know why I'm giving it to you? You're going to say why? Because you've never heard it before. And with all the teachers that been teaching you for your so-called 400 years of slavery for those who came from Africa and those who are already here. But both of us are sitting here. Right? That's right. All these so-called teachers are supposed to be bringing you information. They don't have certain keys. Keys that tell you they're standing outside of a person's blessing and faith. Once I say this, it's going to pop up in books, like everything else I say. <laughs> nobody's going to give me the credit. They're just going to start, you know, overstanding and writing you know, all this. <laughs> the the <laughs> Nubian people, we are newbie. They never heard of Nubian. Yeah. And I'll explain Nubian if you need it. I'm going to give you a secret here. Beginning. Women, mm-hmm. yeah. the first word, the first word in the Torah is Bereshit. Say it. Bereshit. Bereshit. The first letter in that word is the Hebrew word Bet. Equivalent to what you would call in English, B. Now let's step out the Torah and step into the Bible of the New Testament. You with me? The first word in the first book of the New Testament, which is called the book of Matthew, is (laughs) Bibulus in Greek. Say, Dibulous. Dibulous. <laughs> and it means little <laughs> right, book, you <laughs> Little book. It's a Greek letter for. Go <laughs> ahead, <laughs> <laughs> You with me? <laughs> the first word in the Quran is bismillah. <laughs> <laughs> and if they say no, 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 brother. Before that, the Tesniah, this Milahi of Rahman they say was the fifth revelation of Muhammad. It wasn't the first. But the first was ikrah. I said right. The first was ikrah. Someone said to Muhammad, Ikra. And then when he told him what to mean, he said, Ikra what? <laughs> <laughs> so the B is there again. Bismillah, <laughs> in Arabic. You with me?
4: Alright. All right.
0: The three letters B that have been passing through the scriptures given to you have been controlled by the Magus. The Magus. The SCNs. Today you may call them the Masonic Order. Or Freemasons. They have been... Protectors of the scripture under the name Knights of Templar for thousands of years. For those who don't know, no. And the key number on the back of the dollar bill is what?
1: Say
0: it The key number thirteen. Say the alphabet. A B C D E F G H I. J K L M thirteen M Mason <laughs> Meta Latin word for mother or mother and son. My son, the protector of Mary and Jesus, the real one. This is information that has been kept secret for far too long from you. Now I want the teachers to see this inflammation. (laughs) Inflammation.
1: That means you're going to
0: inflame the population. This inflammation. Note it now as the first time you heard it. And note later on. Your teachers will be getting up and using it and never recognize who the most high is, who has the most information in this day and time. Note, it finished journey. I can't give you all with so much light. There are two Illuminates. They're the Illuminates of the Amber Light and they the Illuminates of the Green Light. You have been the Illuminates before you initiated them into the order of the Illuminati you gave them the, the amber light when when Michael taught Lucifer and Lucifer rebelled in the heavens and he was cast down here and was given the right to socialize and walk side by side with the angels in the book of Job when the angels go back to the heaven, Lucifer is with him again after all he's done as a Luciferian he's still an Elohim He's just a wa, not a ya. Wa and ya is where they get the word yahohua from. Yah is a kuni farm for good and wa is a kuni farm for disagreeable or evil. Yahweh was Talmud's name as he brought the ice and the ice into one family. Or upper Egypt and lower Egypt into one family. on and the rock. Let's go another story. All right. Make it funny. So these beings, the heavenly ones, came down to earth you follow? and mixed in with human beings and some of them married the daughters of men and produced mighty wise children Genesis chapter 6 but the claim was that Tammuz, referred to as my spirit in Genesis chapter 6 will not always be with man for he is also flesh. His days shall be 120. The lifespan of the Elohim is 1,000 years each of your time. Oh. But he had to leave at 120. That's Genesis chapter 6. That's not talking about Jesus. My spirit shall not always start with man, for mm-hmm. he but flesh. His days shall be 120.
4: Come on with
0: it. That's the Tammuz that's been assigned to you by the Anunnaki a name they don't want to talk about, Zachariah Sitchin, and these guys are now talking about Anunnaki in this later day and time. Because they knew the ancient ones were coming forth again. They knew that incarnations were going to start happening again. They knew they had to drug you. They had to suppress you. They had to intoxicate you with alcohol beverages. And when that didn't work the old days I'll fathers and grandfathers they drunk all the brutes. When that was not strong enough to suppress the God in you, you know, you they moved on into heroin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And all throughout the 50s and the 60s, they had us down on heroin. And when heroin couldn't hold us down so we could kick heroin, they came on with a new method, a metadoma was supposed to kick their hand when they got you addicted to the methadone. And that couldn't hold us down. So they came out with dust prepared for angels to sprinkle even. <laughs> <laughs> it was sprinkling angel dust over our neighborhoods. How hallucinating, So they knew the power of the hippocampus area in our brain. And that was a contact with the most high. So they got the hallucinatory part of our brain deadened by drugs. And when you couldn't afford angel dust and you couldn't afford cocaine, they lowered the price and it said crack it. <laughs> <laughs> Penetrate that color by any means possible. Crack his head open. Eat his brains. And we start burning ourselves out on a pipe of crack. You know what? They're kicking that, too. You can't can't keep a good man down. (laughs) We have a destiny with our ancestors. Whether you want to call them Egyptians, Moors, whatever you want to call them, we have a date. And when that day comes, nobody can mess with it. Our story, not his story, <laughs> must be renewed every 25,000 years.
1: Right.
0: His story, that's why they're making a mistake and had to correct that in his lesson. They're giving the devil a history. And a history is only 6,000 years old for him. So why would we have to renew our history every 25,000? thousand years and the devil wasn't here fifty thousand years ago. Oh, right. And according to your teachers, he you just got here six thousand years ago, you wasn't no father. I would have having devil used this method before his death. <laughs>
6: my garage and work. Um the same way that we have salad or you know in our body that have to vibrate at a certain speed in order for us to make that transition. Um by way of heaven, like I was look to have I got somebody last night. We have to also vibrate
0: que ha so much bad stuff, so much death, so much hate, so much bigotry. It's all over the place. But who looks over for the good stuff? That we spoke about last week. When you're laying on your dying diet a car crash or whatever. The case,